Welcome to The Word from Bethlehem Lutheran Church. I'm Pastor Abigail Zhang Hoffman. And I'm Pastor Amy Walter-Peterson. Thanks for dwelling in The Word with us today. For this last Sunday of Advent, we lift up the title of Emmanuel for Messiah, And our gospel reading today comes from the book of Matthew, the first chapter, beginning with the 18th verse. Now the birth of Jesus the Messiah took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. Her husband Joseph, being a righteous man and unwilling to expose her to public disgrace, planned to dismiss her quietly. But just when he had resolved to do this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of Mary, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Look, The virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took her as his wife, but had no marital relations with her until she had had born a son, and he named him Jesus. I have been remembering this week that my parents bought the World Book Encyclopedia for our home when I was a child. At the time, I remember thinking that they contained all knowledge in the world. And in addition to the volumes A through Z, we also had a two-volume dictionary that rivaled the Oxford English Dictionary. I remember very clearly that in the front of that two-volume dictionary, there were pages after page Um, of common names, at least names that were common in the 1970s. And I remember I could look up my own name, Amy Elizabeth, and I could discover what each of those words meant. I loved to look up the names of my family and friends and to discern if I could learn any kind of insight about their personality from the meaning of their name. That memory came back to me this week as I thought about all of the names for Messiah that we have raised up over this extended Advent. King of Kings, Key of David, Dayspring, Branch of Jesse, Wisdom, and today, Emmanuel. We had to skip one of those titles, Lord of Might, because we didn't have enough Sundays, but another year maybe we'll get to that one. Each of those names that we have lifted up throughout this Advent is rooted in the prophecies of Hebrew Scripture. Each one is a name or a title used by our ancestors to describe some attribute of God's longed-for Messiah. Each name reveals some facet of how God's Anointed One comes to the world, and it reminds us that God, the God for whom we wait, is still coming. God came once as a child, but God continues to come to us in many and various ways. After all of these names and titles, you think that we would have more than enough for God to choose from. 
And if God needed more choices, it, we just would have to look to the beginning, the few, first few verses of Matthew's gospel, where the writer Matthew goes and looks at Joseph's entire family tree, tracing it back all the way to Abraham, 52 generations in all. So there were more than enough names to choose from. And so it seems pretty significant that Matthew tells us that when an angel visits Joseph, the angel gives Mary, Mary's child, the name that God intends for him. The angel says, you are to call him Jesus, which he reminds us means he will save his people from their sins. And then of all the names and titles for Messiah, which our ancestors knew, the angel claims Emmanuel for the child. God is with us. So what is Messiah's name? Jesus, Emmanuel. The God who saves is with us. This is all backdrop to the scene that unfolds in today's gospel where we meet Joseph seeking to quietly dismiss Mary, his betrothed, who has been found to be with child. Let's put ourselves in Joseph's shoes in that moment. I can imagine he may have felt humiliated, perhaps angry, maybe even powerless in the face of the situation and despairing for what this would mean for Mary and the child. But Joseph knew the law and the law was clear. An unmarried woman who was found to be with child was to be stoned. Joseph didn't want that for Mary and the child. From the very start of this gospel, Joseph reveals that his righteousness is not connected to his adherence to the letter of the law, but to the quality of mercy he has the capacity to show. And so Joseph prefers to leave Mary quietly, seeking to prevent her disgrace and perhaps hoping against hope that he might preserve her life. But in the dark of night and in the midst of what must have been a complex swirl of emotions, Joseph faces the question that each of us face at some point in our lives when the chaos threatens to overwhelm us. Will he continue with the expected path, telling himself that he did the best he could given the situation? Or will he embrace Mary's shame as his own and trust that a new beginning lies ahead? In this chaotic swirl that Joseph finds himself in, Joseph's messenger comes to him and says, do not be afraid. Joseph has so much to be afraid of. That Mary has betrayed him, that he has been humiliated, that his righteousness will be taken advantage of. Maybe he's afraid for Mary and her child. There is no way this can end well for them if Joseph dismisses her. Maybe what he's afraid of is that all of this that is happening around him means that God really has come wonderfully and fearfully close. Is he afraid to reach for that new beginning and believe that God might really be present? Or maybe, as is the case often for me, he's just simply afraid of the mess. If he does reach for that new beginning, it will not be a clear path laid out for him. There will be brambles to wade through and a way forward that will need to be discerned. And so as 
Joseph wrestles with all of this, and as God's messenger speaks, the child's intended name is revealed, Jesus Emmanuel, the God who saves, is with us. Messiah's name reveals God's promise to Joseph. The God who saves is with you, Joseph. The God who made his way in the wilderness is with you. The God who opens eternity to us is with you. The God whose light is never extinguished is with you. The God who pushes life from even the most lifeless stump is with you. The messenger who reveals the child's name reminds Joseph that the God who is calling him into this mess is a God who promises to enter into the mess with him. Joseph is being reminded that he can embrace courageous love because the God who is calling him to open this door will be right there with him in the midst of uncertainty, in the midst of the swirl of emotions, in the midst of life. Joseph can embrace courage, trusting that the Holy Spirit is indeed at work doing something new. Joseph can embrace courage, believing that he will not get in the way of God's intent for this child. Joseph can embrace courage and live in hope that this child will be what his name reveals. The God who saves is with us. The child's name is God's promise that Joseph will not be alone as he embraces courageous love and claims Mary's child as his own. The Messiah's name does not only reveal God's promise to Joseph, of course. Messiah's name also reveals God's promise to each of us. The God who saves is with us. One of my favorite theologians, Debbie Thomas, reminds us, If we want to enter into God's messy story, then perhaps we also need to hear those words that Joseph hears. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid when God's work in your life looks alarmingly different than you thought it would. Do not be afraid when God upends your cherished assumptions about righteousness. Do not be afraid when God asks you to stand alongside the scandalous, the defiled, the suspected, and the shamed. Do not be afraid when God asks you to love something or someone more than your own spotless reputation. Do not be afraid of the precarious, the fragile, the vulnerable, the impossible. Do not be afraid of the mess. The mess is the place where God is born. Like Joseph and Mary before us, We are not alone when we enter into the places of shame and believe that a new path can lie ahead for us. The God who saves is with us. We are not alone when we come to the messy places where the path forward is unclear or uncertain. The God who saves is with us. We are not alone when we face depression or anxiety that rears its ugly head and threatens to devour us. The God who saves is with us. We are not alone when we risk courageous love. The God who saves is with us. The birth of Jesus Emmanuel took place in this way to remind us that the dark, is not the end 
but a door. This is the way a new beginning comes. So do not be afraid, siblings of Mary and Joseph, wherever it is that you find yourself today. The God who saves is with us. Take courage, step forward, and love. We hope you've been fed by the word this week. Don't miss an episode. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And share your feedback with us at the word at blcfairport.org. And if you'd like to learn more about Bethlehem Lutheran Church or support the ministry we share, including this podcast, please visit www.blcfairport.org.